Hi, I'm Shayla, and I am surrounded by books. Hey, my lovely loves. Welcome back to Random Thoughts with Shayla C. Today, I'm here just talking about some of my favorite books. Um, The past few that I've read, I'm going to be talking about those. And I'm also going to be talking about the books on my to-read list, which is a list I made up consisting of books that I'd want to read in the future. And I just wanted to um, talk about that because maybe some of you guys will have some ideas of what to read next yourselves. So if you're not into reading, I don't recommend you get into this episode unless you want to get into reading. One of the best ways to grow your mind and one of my favorite things to do. So... Before we get started, please don't forget to subscribe. I really appreciate it. We just hit our 777 mark, 777, and I'm so psyched. So, 7 is my lucky number, and you guys are important to me. So, I made a little podcast about that, and I love all of my subscribers. I love all my listeners, haters, or lovers. So, yeah, without further ado, into the podcast. I have so many books in front of me. Hold on. I'm going to count them. I'll be right back. This is only in the amount of books I have surrounding me. I have so many more on my bookshelf, if you were wondering. (laughs) I have 18 books around me, so that's kind of hard to manipulate through. So, yeah. um, I think I'm going to start with the books that I'm hoping to read in, in the future. Um, the first one being an old one by Felice Holman. It was published in 1974, and my dad is forcing to read me it. No, he is forcing me to read it. That did not come out right. Scratch out. He is forcing me to read it. (laughs) Um, it used to be one of his favorite books, and it's called Slake's Limbo, if I didn't already mention that. So, um, I don't know if I would recommend it to you. I'm gonna have to keep you posted on that to see if Slake Slumbo is even irrelevant to 2020. Most likely not with everything, but how modern we are. So anyway, that's one of the first ones. I'm gonna read you the back cover to see if it might sound like something that you're interested in. Desperate, driven, harassed to the breaking point, Slake decided to go underground, into the sheltering depths of the New York City subway. He ended up staying for 121 days. This is the story about survival and about a 13-year-old misfit's attempts to find his footing in a hostile and threatening world. Hey, this might actually be pretty interesting. It is... mm, I wouldn't say it's like an easy reader at all, actually. But the text is pretty big, and it's a total of 117 pages. So if that sounds like something you might be into, then go for it. I'm not holding you back, but I don't know. Next one is by Rodal, and that's how you know it's going to be a good one. (laughs) Now, all of these, most of these I've never read before, which is really interesting. I've just had them on my bookshelf waiting to be read with all the other books that I've just now been finishing. But there are several public 
publication dates. 1945 is the first one. So I'd say that's when the book was originally published. It's called The Wonderful Story of Henry Sugar and Six More. Seven superb stories from the world's number one storyteller. This is the back cover, if you were wondering. Sorry. <laughs> Meet the boy who can talk to animals and the man who can see with his eyes closed and find out about the treasure buried deep underground. A clever mix of fact and fiction, this collection also includes how master storyteller Ro Dahl became a writer. With Ro Dahl, you can never be sure where reality ends and fantasy begins. I think that is a really interesting sounding one, so I might go into that one next. Next one is called Walk Two Moons by Sharon Creech. She is a new, this book has a Newbery medal, and I really like Sharon Creech, so I'm thinking that this is going to be good. I think it's in like, is it in, no, it's not. Um, I thought it was in poem form, but it's not. The back says, as Sal entertains her grandparents with Phoebe's outrageous story, her own story begins to unfold. The story of a 13-year-old girl whose only wish is to be reunited with her missing mother. I really can't say reunited. That's a problem, everybody. That's a problem! That is a big problem! Well, that was interesting. Screaming. I still can't say reunited perfectly, but hey, whatever. Okay, anyways, <laughs> in her own award-winning style, Sharon Creech in... Now I can't see this, say this. Seriously. Like, bruh. In... I don't even know this word. Like, I'm that dumb sometimes. Intricately... Yeah, that might be it. We used together two tales, one funny, one bittersweet, to create a heartwarming, complexing, and utterly moving story of love, loss, and the complexity complexity of human emotion sounds great that one sounds interesting too and let's see when that one was published um both of the last two are pretty good size i think around 200 and 300 pages this one was 1994 so that one's kind of old too a lot of these are so old so far it's like nobody thinks those are interesting anymore sometimes the oldies aren't like so good guys i'm not kidding this one is by lauren tarsius it's called emma jean lazarus fell out of a tree how interesting has a bird on the cover i don't know what this is about we'll have to read about it it was published in 2007 so yeah y'all the back says actually there's a little um in the back on the back side of the book it says a little dictionary thing strange extraordinarily remarkable strange extraordinarily extraordinary remarkable or singular that's the little dictionary definition on the up in the corner here in my edition whatever that's Emma Jean Strange. Okay. I'm struggling so much right now. Let's try this again. Strange. Extraordinary. Remarkable. Singular. That's Emma Jean Lazarus. The smartest, the smartest and definitely the strangest girl at William Gladstone Middle School. The kids at school don't understand her, but that's okay, since Emma Jean doesn't understand them either. But that all changes when she discovers Colleen Pomerantz Rance sobbing in the girls' room. What happens when Emma Jean 
decides to use her powers of logic to solve Colleen's problem. Emma Jean's life, get, Jean's life gets messy, that's for sure, as she finds herself tumbling out of her well-ordered world and into the strangest place of all, her own heart. That sounds pretty interesting, too. I think it would be more of a thing that a girl with, would be interested in, but um, I don't know if guys are really listening to this, because I do like kind of point my listeners into gals, but the guys can come over, too, obviously. This might be a book that anyone can be really interested in. I think it's just more... I don't know. Okay, I'm going to stop talking now. <laughs> um, next is Out of My Mind by Sharon M. Draper, and this is supposedly a really good book, and I've never read it before, so I'm doing that. You've most likely read it. I don't know. Hold on. Where is the publication date? Oh, this is pretty thick. I think it's uh, 200, 300 pages. Okay. When you can't find a publication date. It's so sad, am I right? Yeah, I literally can't find the publication date. The text is so small. Never mind. Anyway, on the back cover it says, 11-year-old Melody has a, photog- has a photographic memory. Her head is like a video camera. Uh, I'm getting, I'm getting some. Can Sam Cam Cam Sam. Sam Samantha the camera. You guys know what I'm talking about. It's like the books that you used to read. I think it's Sam. I think it's Cam Sam. It's just about this girl who has a photographic photographic memory, and it's really cool. Oh, this was published in 2010. <laughs> um. Her head is like a video camera that is always recording. Always. And there's no one, and there's no delete button. She's the smartest kid in her whole school, but no one knows it. Most people, her teachers and doctors included, don't think she's capable of learning. And up until recently, her school days consisted of listening to the same preschool-level alphabet lessons again and again and again. If only she could speak up. If only she could tell people what she thinks and knows, but she can't, because Melody can't talk. She can't walk. She can't write. Being stuck inside her head is making Melody go out of her mind, that is, until she discovers something that will allow her to speak for the first time ever. At last, Melody has a voice, but not everyone around her is ready to hear it. Wow. That actually sounds so interesting. And I am totally, I'm going to like... When I'm done with this book that I'm reading right now, I'm going into Out of My Mind by Sharon M. Draper. Sharon M. Draper. Okay. <laughs> this one is called Inkart, and it is over 500 pages. So this is for all you Harry, po- Harry Potter fans out there. I'm a huge Harry Potter fan, so I'm really excited for this one. I literally got this at the doctor's office last year, but I have not gone to it because my stack of books of things to read is like so big I don't even know all right this was published in 2005 it's by Cornelia Funk and it's called Inkart and it's the first book in a trilogy the next two are kind of a little bit more scary I think so you have to be a little older if you're not well it depends on how your parents are and um the next two books the second book is called Ink Spell, and the third one, Ink Death. Um, this is the backside. One cruel night, Meg- Maggie's father reads aloud from Inkart. 
and an evil ruler named Capricorn escapes the boundaries of the book, landing in their living room. Suddenly, Maggie's in the middle of the kind of adventure she thought only took place in fairy tales. Somehow she must master the magic that she has conjured up this nightmare. Somehow, I'm sorry, somehow she must master the magic that has conjured up this nightmare. Can she change the course of the story that has changed her life forever? That sounds so interesting as well. So that one's another great one to look into. It's very big. It's very hardcore. So you have to be really into it. Next one is a pretty classic one, I think. It's by Jerry Spinelli, and it's called Eggs. So I think a lot of people have at least heard of Eggs by Jerry Spinelli. Um, the little text strip is called um, Friendship Isn't Always Sunny Side Up. So that's interesting. Uh, it is a little, little paragraph in the back of the book. It's about, it's a little over 200 pages, not that bad. So the page, this part of the book says, This is the first time David and Primrose met. This is the first time David and Primrose meet. And despite their differences, they hesitantly form a tight but tumultuous bond. I have no idea what that last word was. I know what bond means, but I don't know what the word before it was called. Okay, anyway, this sounds really super duper awesome. Um, it's another friendship books. Friendship book. I really like friendship books. So, um, it wasn't published that long ago. So yeah, that's the next one. That's the one. Okay. Anyway. Karina Yam Glasser is the answer of the next book, is the author of the next book. This next book is called, well, it was published in 2018, so it's a little bit newer, and it's called The Vanderbeekers and the Hidden Gar Garden. So this one sounds really interesting. I have not gotten to it, and everyone's be like, do you want to read The Vanderbeekers? And I'm like, yeah, but I haven't gotten to it. <laughs> So it's about $17. I haven't been listing prices. Okay, anyway. I'm going to read the inside cover because it's um, hardcover and it has a cover on it. Wow, that's a lot of covers. <laughs> when ca catastrophe strikes their beloved upstairs neighbor, the Vanderbeekers. I'm sorry. When catastrophe... When catastrophe strikes their beloved neighbors upstairs... Oh my god, I can't read. Oh my gosh. I'm going to try this again. When catastrophe strikes their beloved upstairs neighbor, the Vanderbeekers must band together to do what they do best. Make a plan. They have 19 days to turn the ivy-ridden, possibly haunted, abandoned lot down the street into the best community garden in Harlem. But creating a garden from scratch is not as easy as it seems, and with no money, absolutely zero gardening experience, and the threat of a slick real estate developer eyeing the land, the Vanderbeekers face their greatest challenge yet. So, that one sounds kind of cool too. All of these sound really cool. The next one is a classic from what I've heard. It is a Newberry winner, so it says. It's by... Madeline Langle, and you're probably guessing, I already like know what I'm saying. This is A Wrinkle in Time, so I'm so excited to read this one. All these books sound so good. It was published in 1962, but it's a good one, y'all. It's a, it's a good one. 
All right, next one. Song for a Whale by Lynn Kelly. I actually have to give this back to my um, aunt because it's hers. But my mom hasn't been reading it with me. So I'm just going to go read it by myself. Iris is about to go on a grand road trip to make sure the loneliest whale in the ocean is finally heard. My sisters are home. How pleasant. From fixing the class computer to repairing old radios, 12-year-old Iris is a tech genius. But she's the only deaf person in her school, so people often treat her like she's not very smart. If you've ever felt like no one was listening to you, then you know how hard that can be. When she learns about Blue 55, a real whale who is unable to speak to other whales, Iris understands how he must feel. Then she has an idea. She'd, she should invent a way to sing to him. But he's 3,000 miles away. How shall we play her song for him? Full of heart and blah, blah, blah. blah. Yeah, that's, that's not important to the story, but this one's cool. Next one is by Laura Chavan, and it was published in, or maybe it's Chauvin, either one. 2016, it's called The Last Fifth Grade of Emerson Elementary. Um, but the inside says, 18 kids, one year of poems, one school set to close, two yellow bulldozers crouched outside, ready to eat the building in one greedy gulp. But look out, bulldozers, Mrs. Hill's fifth grade class has planned for you. They're going to speak up and work together to save their school. So that is that one. That one sounds good, too. These all are great. The next one, The Memory Keeper by Jennifer Kamisha. It says on the back, I can't have this highly superior autobiographical memory for no reason. I must have it to solve this puzzle. If there's the smallest chance a traumatic memory from Graham's past is the reason she's losing her memory, then I owe it to science and to Graham to rule it out. Graham, I say, what was your childhood like? Graham's lips tremble and her eyes glisten. I'd rather not talk about that. Some things should stay in the past. So this one... That was just a little script from the, that, and the inside cover says, All Lulu Carter wants to be is seen. But her parents are lost in their own worlds, and Lulu has learned the hard way that ha having something as rare as an HSAM memory won't make you popular in school. At least Lulu has Graham, who knows the truth about Lulu's memory and loves her mo all the more for it. But Graham has started becoming absent-minded, and the more lost she gets, the more she depends on Lulu. Until Lulu realizes her memory holds the very key to fixing Graham's forgetfulness. Once Lulu learns that trauma can cause amnesia, all she needs to do to cure Graham is to hunt down that one painful mo moment in Graham's life. With her friends Olivia and Max, Lulu digs into Graham's past. But they soon realize some secrets should stay buried, and Lulu wonders if she ever knew Graham at all. It's up to Lulu to uncover the truth before the only person who truly sees her slips away. Wow, that one sounds good, too. Next one. <laughs> we're still going. We're, we're partying hard. The One and Only Bob by Katherine Applegate. So if you ever read... So if you haven't read The One and Only Ivan, you need to go buy it. Go to Amazon.com right this second and order it. I, it is so good, guys, and this is a sequel, which I've been so excited to read. I think I'm going to read it with my mom at some point. 
But yeah, y'all. That's that. It is really cool. It just came out this year, 2020. But the inside says, Bob is an independent dog. He knows he could still make it on his own if he had to, even though he now has a home with his human friend, Julia. Regular meals, belly rubs, and a bed to call his own. But most important of all, he still gets to visit his best friends at their new home. Ivan, a silverback gorilla, and Ruby, a young elephant, live, ne live nearby in a sanctuary. A home for Bob, a home for his friends, and all the treats he could want, but something's missing. Someone is missing. Someone who Bob thought he was gone. Forever. Until the day he realizes she's not. A lot can go wrong in the moment left to, chan left to chance, the blink of an eye, the bounce of a bone. When a hurricane hits, Bob sets out on a dangerous journey in search of his long-lost sister with the aid of Ivan and Ruby. In the stunning sequel to the modern classic, The One and Only Ivan, Catherine Applegate continues the story of Bob, Ivan, and Ruby as Bob finds courage he never knew he had and discovers the true meaning of friendship, family, and home. That sounds so good, too. Like This is a never-ending pile of books, but it might have finally come to a stop because... We are on to the last book, which is 12 Before 13 by Lisa Greenwald. So if you don't know the Friendship List series, then you should go and try it if you're a girl. I think they're so amazing. They're so much fun to read. They're so modern. They're so relatable. I love them. So it's called, I read 11 Before 12 first, which I have right here, and I'll tell you about that in a second. Um, actually, we'll start with 11 Before 12. So that was the first one on the list, 11 Before 12, and we're going to read it. Kaylin and her BFF, Ariana, have a foolproof, foolproof plan for surviving middle school. 1. Make a list of 11 things they need to do um, um, 11 things they need to do to become amazing before they turn 12. 2. Show off their brand new selves with the best joint birthday party in the history of West, West Brookside Middle School. But, but between cafeteria drama, crushes gone wrong, and some major misunderstandings, Kaylin and Ari lose sight of the one thing they forgot to put on their list. Keep our friendship strong. And as their party grows nearer, they're both left listing the ways their friendship is falling apart. So that one is really good. I've already read it. But this is the sequel. The next... So the in, the next book is called 12 before 13 and the inside cover says how can you tell your best friend has how can you tell your best friend you had the most amazing four weeks of her your whole life without her I don't think you can Inspired by the success of their first birthday list Ariana and her BFF Kaylin set 12 new goals for their upcoming school year and this time they're not forgetting to focus on their friendship but after a life-changing session at summer camp, Ari feels torn between Kaylin and the friends she made there, and she's struggling to figure out how Camp Ari and Home Ari can coexist. As she faces down everything from boys to bat, mis bat mis mitzvahs, family trauma to friendship dra drama, Ari needs, Ari needs to figure out a new way to keep her life together before her 13th birthday. Or the big one she and Kaylin were hoping for may become an epic fail. So that is another good one that I'm hoping to read. Now I'm going to talk about some books that I've read in the past, like in the, in a little, not that long ago. I'm actually, I'm going to start with the one that I'm reading right now. It's the first in a series of seven. It's the Magic Misfits series by Neil Patrick Harris. Neil Patrick Harris is a really cool guy. He is 
also a screenwriter, a, like a producer, a, ho a host. Uh, I'm going to read his little biography in the back. Neil Patrick Harris is an accomplished actor, producer, director, host, author, husband, and a father of magical twins. Harris also served as president of the Academy of Magical Arts from 2011 to 2014. The middle Magic Misfits is his middle grade debut. So, the inside says, When street magician Carter runs away, he never expects to find friends and magic in a sleepy New England town. But like any good trick, things change instantly as greedy B.B. Basso and his crew of crooked carnies arrive to steal anything and everything they can get with their sticky fingers on. After a fateful encounter with a local purveyor of illusion, Dante Vernon, Carter teams up with five other like-minded illusionists. Together, using both teamwork and magic, they'll set out to save the town of Mineral Wells from Basso's villainous clutches. These six magical misfits will soon discover adventure, friendship, and their own self-worth in, in this delightful new series. I'm so excited to finish up that one. It's really good so far, and I think it's really interesting and a good one to try out and to look into. I'm talking so much. My spit is, like, frothing. <laughs> but the next book is The Girl and the Ghost by Hannah Alcalf. I think it's really cool, and I finished it. It's so good, guys. It's not as scary as you might think, but it is definitely deep and can leave you wanting to cry. It's like one of those stories that kind of makes you, like, this is the first thing I said to my mom when I told her I'd finished reading it. I was like, it's one of those books that was like, you need to lose something to get something that's really important. So it includes losing friends, family, villain, villainous people. It, it's all about this 12-year-old girl who just wants to be happy, and she isn't, and there's so much in her past that she doesn't know about, and she has a evil grandmother and an evil person chasing after her, and it's absolutely insane, and I love it so much. It's a great book, but it was, it, it was kind of sad at the end. It's funny, it's exciting, it's cool, and it just came out this year, I believe. I'm going to check that. I don't even think I need to read the inside cover because I kind of just told you guys about that. Yeah, 2020. So, unfortunately, I have to go because that's all the books I have in front of me and I need a break. I am literally running out of breath here. So, thank you so much for tuning in and hopefully you listened to at least some of this if you're looking for a new book. So, thank you once again, so much, so much, so much. I really, really super duper whooper appreciate it. Have a great rest of your day and I love you all so much.